Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about Achilles tendon rupture. And you can find written notes on this topic at zerodefinals.com slash Achilles rupture or in the orthopedic section of the Zero to Finals surgery book. So let's get straight into it. Achilles tendon rupture is a sudden onset injury resulting in rupture of the Achilles tendon and the loss of the connection between the calf muscles, the gastrocnemius and soleus muscles, to the heel of the foot, specifically the calcaneus bone where the Achilles tendon inserts. The risk factors for Achilles tendon rupture are sports that stress the Achilles, for example basketball, tennis and track athletics, increasing age, existing Achilles tendinopathy, a family history, fluoroquinolone antibiotics, for example ciprofloxacin and levofloxacin, and systemic steroids. A tom tip for you, it's worth remembering the association between fluoroquinolone antibiotics and Achilles tendinopathy and Achilles rupture. Rupture can occur spontaneously within 48 hours of starting treatment with fluoroquinolones. This knowledge is commonly tested in exams, and it's also important to warn patients before you start fluoroquinolone antibiotics, for example ciprofloxacin or levofloxacin, to look out for any signs of Achilles tendonitis and stop treatment if they occur. Let's talk about the presentation. The typical presentation is sudden onset of pain in the Achilles or the calf, a snapping sound and a snapping sensation, and feeling as though something has hit them in the back of the leg. There are often no prior warning signs or symptoms before the Achilles ruptures. There are some signs to look for on examination. When relaxed in a dangled position, the affected ankle will rest in a more dorsiflexed position with the toes more towards the patient's head compared with the other side. There will be tenderness in the area of the Achilles. There may be a palpable gap in the Achilles tendon, although swelling can hide this. There will be weakness of plantar flexion of the ankle, although dorsiflexion is unaffected. The patient will be unable to stand on tiptoes on the affected leg alone, and there'll be a positive Simmons calf squeeze test. The Simmons calf squeeze test is the special test to look for Achilles tendon rupture. The patient is positioned prone on their front or kneeling with the feet hanging freely off the end of the bench or the couch. When squeezing the calf muscle in the leg with an intact Achilles, there will be plantar flexion of the ankle. The feet will move downwards as though pushing the accelerator on a car. This happens because squeezing the calf muscle pulls on the Achilles. When the Achilles is ruptured, the connection between the calf muscle and the ankle is lost. Therefore, squeezing the calf muscle will not cause plantar flexion of the ankle in the leg if the patient has a ruptured Achilles. A lack of plantar flexion is a positive result, indicating Achilles tendon rupture. So how is it diagnosed? Ultrasound is the investigation of choice for confirming the diagnosis. Finally, let's talk about management. Patients with suspected Achilles rupture should be reviewed by orthopaedics on the same day. Immediate management involves rest and immobilisation, ice, elevation and analgesia. 
Venous thromboembolism prophylaxis needs to be considered while the ankle is immobilized because immobility is a key risk factor for deep vein thrombosis. There is a debate between whether non-surgical and surgical management is the best option. Healing rates are similar between the two. Non-surgical management avoids the risks associated with surgery, for example the anaesthetic risk, poor wound healing and infection. But non-surgical management carries a higher risk of another rupture occurring compared with surgical management. Non-surgical management involves applying a specialised boot in order to immobilise the ankle. The first boot involves full plantar flexion of the ankle with the foot pointing downwards. Over time, the boots are altered to gradually move the ankle from full plantar flexion to a neutral position. This process takes 6 to 12 weeks, over which time the Achilles tendon heals. A long rehabilitation process is required to get back to full pre-injury function. Surgical management involves surgically reattaching the Achilles. After surgery, a similar process is followed to non-surgical management with boots that immobilise the ankle initially in a plantar flex position, gradually adjusted to a neutral position. Again, this is followed by a long rehabilitation process to get back to full pre-injury function. Thanks for listening to this episode on Achilles tendon rupture. As always, a big thank you to Harry for perfectly editing the podcast. And I hope you join us for the next episode where we'll talk about common problems in the feet.